What's up, Taking Sides fam? Ash and I are back in the hot seats, ready to answer your questions. Hey everyone, you're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us, the Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us, Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful, maybe helpful, and definitely entertaining. So please send in your submissions to takingsideswiththedashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, Ash, first one is, man, this is a big one. Wedding cancellation question. And they, it sounds like Elise had to cancel their wedding because of all the coronavirus things going around. And she's asking for help. Let's see what her situation is. This, oh man, this sucks so much. All right. Hey, Dashleys, I've been planning my wedding since January 2018. Uh. That is two and a half years ago. It was supposed to be in July, but I live in Massachusetts And although we don't know much yet, neighboring states have released wedding guidance, which includes no groups of more than 50, including the staff, and people have to wear (laughs) masks and stay six feet apart. That does not sound like a celebration to me. That sounds like you had to get together reluctantly. Any sort of catering. Gosh, the catering takes up like 20 people right there. We had a tiny wedding and we were over like 50 people. Yeah, we had like two, three hundred people at our wedding and it was tiny. I know. And... So like only 50 people minus catering and staff and they can't touch each other and they everybody's wearing masks. Like think of your wet, wedding pictures. Everybody's just like, you can't tell if they're smiling or not. Everybody has yeah. a mask on. I mean, I would have still, I just wanted, we got, we weren't like, we chose not to live with each other or like be intimate before our wedding. So I was like, I, I don't care. I wouldn't have cared. I would have just gotten married. Yeah. We were so ready to just like actually be married. Uh-huh. So it's hard. I, I might if we hadn't a, made those choices, I probably could see myself being like, let's just wait. Yeah. We were know. just ready to get it get it done. So it's it's a hard decision. Obviously it's not ideal, but it's still like a celebration of love if you wanted to do it. But let's see what she says. Our venue has been great and giving us the option to downsize or cancel without penalty. Well, that's good. My fiance and I are making the decision to cancel. Okay, so they're canceling it. We wanted to plan a very intimate wedding in our backyard for our immediate family, about 25 people. My sister has five kids, LOL. <laughs> we can't include aunts <laughs> dang it. or cousins. Dang it, her and her five kids. That's 20% of our roster. We can't include aunts or uncles, which really makes me sad, but the alternative seems like a lot of money for not a lot of fun. I would have to agree with you there, Elise. I don't have a bridal party, but two of my best girlfriends and my sister who are planning my shower, bachelorette party, etc., are going to have a drive-by shower. And I feel so thankful to have them all working so hard since mine was canceled. Well, that's nice of them. However, my two girlfriends haven't been incredibly supportive when we spoke with them about canceling our wedding and not postponing it. They both don't understand why we wouldn't just want to wait another year. Meanwhile, my fiancé and I would like to start trying for babies right away since I have PCOS. I'm not... I'm unfamiliar with what that is. It's just like a... It's polycystic ovarian syndrome. Oh, so you have okay. cysts in your ovary and yeah. it makes having like 
conceiving a little bit harder. And based on prior testing, we'll experience fertility problems. I don't want to wait a year and be pregnant and uncomfortable or being experiencing fertility problems, which I expect to greatly affect my happiness during the process. I feel like I'm disappointing my two best friends and I don't know if I should confront them or if I need to let it go and not stir up any drama right before my shower. Thank you. Love your podcast and vlog so much. Well, man, that's that's a it's it's your party. It's your wedding. I see where you're coming from and you don't want to mess like you want to hurt the feelings of your of your bridal party. I just feel like like if they have a, a dream of your wedding, that's hard for them to let go of. If you've already let go of it, like it's it's your but it's your wedding it's, it's your not wedding theirs. like it's not that nobody should tell you you should be okay with waiting another year that's not their place at all they're there to support you in whatever you want to do right like the person it affects the most is you so if i don't know like the level of drama that there is but i could see myself getting fed up with it really fast and just being like you would like, <laughs> like this is my wedding what the heck this is my wedding like, i want to plan for baby i have these things going on i really want to do it now like please support me friend yeah like they don't really have a place to be pissed so yeah or they like really think weddings are fun which they are and that you're going to be disappointed and they're thinking of you but if you've made this decision like in the grand scheme of things like Dylan and i look back on our wedding and it was great but Sometimes I'm like, we should have just gone to Hawaii. Yeah. Like, I think we would have been happier. It would have been pretty cool. Would have been a different use of the money that we spent. Right. If I were you, I would just be like, okay, my choice has been taken away from me. Like the things in your, what is it? Your sphere of control. What is, you were listening to this yesterday on your, it's your circle of influence. Circle of influence versus your circle of concern. Right. And your circle of concern is always way better, way bigger than your circle of influence. Like circle of concern is, oh, I really want to have a bigger wedding. I really want to please my bridesmaids. I really want to please my bridesmaids. Whatever. Like I, I wish my wedding didn't have to be tiny, but you can't control that. Like it has to be if you want to have it right now. So your circle of influence is just what you do for your wedding in under the circumstances. And as you focus on your circle of influence, it gets bigger. And I would say maybe like, we're not spending a crap ton of money that we were going to spend. Let us buy tickets to a, our dream location. Well, they can't really travel. But you can buy tickets now like without dates, I think. Oh, well, they still want to have an intimate ceremony with 25 Well, yeah, people. but like that's still going to be way cheaper than what you were going to do. Oh, so you're saying after the ceremony, use that money you were going to spend and go have a nice honeymoon? Yeah, like a really fun As soon as trip. you're allowed to? Yeah, I would do that. That's fun. Or invest that money because it will it doubles every five years. <laughs> Ash and I have been playing with financial calculators lately. Anyways, maybe I was being a little rude. Your bridesmaids just want to have a fun party and want the best for you, I'm sure. Yeah, but that's... It's not coming from a selfish What I was reason. going for is that's not in their circle of... Con- of control but that's totally out of their circle of control that's just so they're just in their circle of concern they just need to they just need to support you this is your wedding first and foremost secondly other things that you have going on with wanting babies and having pcos this is totally yeah. what well, you like, want to do the last thing you Nobody should be else. thinking of is pleasing your bridesmaids last thing because they're your bridesmaids they're basically your wedding servants that's like <laughs> listen you're that's my wedding what it servant means. yeah okay you got this elise and really hope it goes well even though it's not what you were planning on um okay next email stay tuned for more taking sides the marriage podcast
All right, this next one, they sent in an email a while ago about motivation for vacationing and wanting to get out and find something that her and her, her partner both like to do. And so she gave us an update, and this is what it is. Hello, Dashley fam. Beanie here with an update on the motivation to vacation email. When I was listening to your podcast and heard my title come up, it was one of the most exciting things my little heart has ever felt. (laughs) You two are celebrities to me. I immediately paused it and ran to my husband so we could listen together. No. Oh, boy. (laughs) Alan are pretty sure, and I are pretty sure we're going to get murdered one day. After watching, oh, gosh, well, right up the road from us, there's a couple who got murdered by this crazed man just because he wasn't chosen for a landscaping project and i'm like like it scares me that like dylan we're like giving personal advice on things that on highly emotional things that are charged i know like it's scary that we're gonna offend somebody or a couple's gonna break up and one or the other is going to be like know that it's because of us or whatever or something was said about the dashleys and their breakup that makes this person come and hunt us down and kill us it's a small fear that ashley and i have Anyways, it's like nice we've, to read an email where things went <laughs> went good. Like we uh, always say, let's just say it again real quick to wrap that up. Please do not use whatever we say as ammo. Please take it, apply it to your own situation and this, speak from your own emotions and feelings. Not saying, well, the Dashley said this about you, so you should feel that way. You know, please yeah. don't say that. Just take what we say as like maybe some advice that you could run with food for thought apply it to your own situation and then when you go to your partner i mean ideally you and your partner reach out together your partner do not drop names (laughs) don't like go be i hope nobody's going behind their partner's back to like reach out to us or anything it'd be cool if your partner knew about it you know and we never try to pit people against each other this whole taking sides is kind of like the best side you take is the one you come up with together it's never meant to like pit one against the other it's Ash and I kind of just like, quote unquote, taking sides. Like, how do you feel about it, Ash? This is how I feel about it. But you guys should never pit against each other because you're on the same team. You're working together. And the best side that you guys take with your partner is the one that you take together. The third alternative, usually. St. George. St. George. We call it, It's the St. George it's the side. the St. George side. Dallin's dream place. Is Park City. Island Park or Park City. My dream place. Savannah, Georgia, Hawaii. St. George. St. George is the third alternative that works for both of us. It's the happy medium. So. Okay, keep reading. Where am I? Thank you for taking the time to respond. Okay, so her husband came to listen together. Thank you for taking the time to read and respond to my email. It was just so much fun to listen to you, and I just about laughed the whole time while my husband blushed. Uh Oh, (laughs) I just want to respond to answer a few questions you had to let you know where we are now. After hearing the podcast together and explaining to my husband how important vacations are to me, he did see where I was coming from and finally understood what the big deal was. Although he had had bad experiences in the past, he wants to work with me because he knows now how much it means to me and wants to be more proactive about doing things with me that I love and make me happy. Right before all this virus madness, we were even planning not one but two trips. We were going to Las Vegas for a little road trip this last April but also had to postpone. We are also planning my dream destination to Hawaii. Oh, awesome. He talked to a friend that went recently and heard their fun stories and actually really got really excited to go. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Cool. Congrats, guys. He also reluctantly agreed to go to Disneyland. Reluctantly. All right. Good job, husband. There we go. Cool. Well, that's awesome. I'm so glad. A success story. They listened to each other, found out where each other was coming from, and adjusted. That's cool. Yep. That's really cool. All right. Next email. We've got some weird food things, Ash. Do you want to read some real quick? Yep. This is from Kimberly. 
Hey guys, I recently sent an email about my grandparents' funny sayings and forgot to include my weird food thing. So here it is. This is actually what everyone in my family does, not including me because I think it's too weird. Okay. So as a snack, they make a big cup of chocolate milk and then they get about four slices of white sandwich bread and they dip the bread one piece at a time into the milk until it's soggy and then slurp it up. I've already deemed them all weird and gross. (laughs) Do y'all agree? That's, that's funny. Weird. I don't think it's gross level, but it's weird level. It's weird level. Like no one, I've for sure. spilled chocolate milk on a sandwich before. I used to dip peanut butter and jelly sandwiches into regular milk. Really? Yeah. I love doing that so much. Well, then you would probably really like this. So. I just, but it, but the peanut butter and jelly were kind of key there, not just plain bread. But they are swapping it out regular milk for chocolate milk. So I, I see where they're coming from. And I... I just, I, I, I think that I see where you're coming from. I don't like it. I'm with you, Kimberly. It's weird. <laughs> okay. Next one from Liv. Dallin and Ashley, I love your podcast. They are seriously awesome and help me get through my Monday and everyday chores. Well, thanks, Liv. My weird food thing is a grilled cheese sandwich topped with strawberry jam. Oh, kind of like, kinda like a, a Monte Cristo from Disneyland. We made that in our vlog coming up today. It's a perfect salt and sweet combination. Don't knock until you try it. Interesting. I will say that Ash made me a ham and cheese it was a grilled, grilled and cheese. sandwich. And you dip it when in you jam. you dipped in jam. It was so good. So, so good. There's also like some mustard in there. Mm-hmm. We got some old people sayings. This is from Kenzie. Hey, y'all. My grandpa, my grandpa is a very practical person and all his sayings are hilarious, but hold some truth. If I were to say, hey, he would cut me off and say, hey, it's for horses. First stage of shit. <laughs> Sorry, it has a curse word, but I just always crack up at it. He also always says there's no such thing as accidents. You're just not paying attention. Another of his sayings is if you don't learn something new, today has been a waste. Hope these bring some humor to you. (laughs) All right. Tough old guy. (laughs) Sounds like a guy who lived straight through the Great Depression. Okay, here's one more. Another old person saying, I'm a huge fan of your vlogs. Both podcasts have watched and listened to them all. Wow, Kimberly. Oh, yeah, it's Kimberly Schwartz. We know Kimberly. In the last podcast, someone sent sent in their grandpa calls pets roscoe p coltrane which reminded me of my grandpa my brother's name is cole so since he was born my grandpa's been calling him roscoe p coltrane and he hates it another one i've never heard from anyone but my grammy is that if you ask her where we are going or where she's going she always answers with to see a man about a horse ever since i was a kid i wondered where that horse was because we never saw one (laughs) i'm going to see a man about a horse It's just a, I mean, it works. That that response works. Just don't ask. (laughs) All right. There's, okay. This was a back to a relationship question. This is from Mary. My partner is against religion. Mm -hmm. This is probably a follow-up from the podcast we did a few, few times back about religion. Probably. Hello, my name is Mary and I love your vlog. It has literally helped me through so much in my life recently. I'm a very anxious person and your vlogs have helped me out of my panic attacks more than once. Your calm and loving nature gives me hope for the human race and for my future. Well, thank you, Mary. That's, That's really nice. I have been inspired by you in a religious nature also. I have been stuck in a bit of a rut lately and I'm thinking of joining a church. I would like to become a better person and I feel this would be a great way to do that. The problem is that my partner is an atheist. I really enjoyed your podcast entitled, When Your Partner Stops Believing in God. I suppose my question is, what happens if I would like to find God, but my partner refuses to acknowledge it? 
Both my partner and I have lost parents and had trauma in our childhood or early adulthood that cast doubt on the acceptance of God in our lives. I have chosen to accept God's will at this point, and I would like to move forward with my religion. My partner feels otherwise and has threatened to leave me if I believe in God and his gospel. What should I do next? I'm sorry if this is a repetitive question after your podcast addressing something similar. I hope you're doing well and that everyone is happy and healthy. Thank you for reading my email. Well, I mean, first thoughts, I feel like you should feel secure in your relationship and it shouldn't be a thing where, oh, if I did this or if I did this, like obviously if you cheated or if you like became a criminal or, but if you're doing things that aren't hurting anyone and it's things that are in your interest and things that you feel good about pursuing, there shouldn't be strings attached. Like, oh, if you do that, well, I'm done with you. So like there's an issue there in that. Like just threat. based on your beliefs, that seems a little, little extreme. Like I feel like there's a conversation that needs to be had unpacking the like inappropriateness of saying that to you. Like it's, yeah, it doesn't affect him at all. It'll, it'll just, I mean, it'll change your outlook on life and your and values a little bit probably, but maybe not because you already seem like a great person. Well, it just makes the relationship seem conditional, which I think many relationships are but you would hope it wouldn't be conditional on you pursuing spirituality. You know, that's yeah. a very personal thing. Tony Robbins, like I, it's, it's funny to me. Oh, hi Georgie. George just walked into the studio. Tony Robbins is like the, the biggest, you know, Tony Robbins, the, the guru, the motivational speaker who, um, like he, he coaches millions of people around the world on marriage and relationships and life and self-esteem and all these things. And, um, I found, I was kind of shocked when I found out that he was divorced. Did you know that he got divorced? Yeah. So I read what he said about justifying his divorce and it was really interesting. So I wanted to read that real quick. So here's what Tony said. This, I guess this was an email that somebody sent him and he responded which I, I'm guessing it was actually somebody from his team responding. I don't know. You think it sounds like him? It really does sound like him. I'm maybe he responds to emails a lot, but he's like a, a high level celebrity, so I don't know. Maybe he does, but this really. Anyways, he, whether or not this is a pre-typed or he actually just typed this all out, it sounds like it's actually from him. He says, "I appreciate your interest in my former marriage. Relationships are one of the single most important areas of our lives, and one of the greatest opportunities for fulfillment or pain." The secret is making certain the person you select shares your values and vision. Some relationships cannot continue to be fulfilling because the two people have different visions for their lives or have learned to value different things. While I offer many tools for enhancing relationships, I have never led my audience to believe that the path to a successful relationship would be to stay in a relationship where after deep, honest communication and soul searching, both people discover that they do not share the same life vision. Any relationship can be made to work, but when people's values and life directions are extremely different, they must compromise. Continuous compromise means a compromised life for both parties. That is when difficult decisions need to be made. Deciding to end my relationship with my former wife, Becky, was one of the hardest decisions I have ever made. I'm extremely proud of our 14-year relationship. And he goes on to talk about uh, how he, like, he divorced her and then he met his new wife, Sage, and they're super blissful and stuff. So it's interesting. Um... He says, when there are extreme differences in life values and vision, then there are big compromises. That need to be made. But I don't feel like one person believing in God and the other person not is very extreme. 
I think if it was like some kind of cult versus like a satanic cult or something, well, that would be pretty dang extreme. But like if it's just somebody like following God, well, another person that's just an atheist, I don't think that's very extreme. I think it can be like, I think someone who wants to have children in a home that is centered around Christ or a church or a religion or someone who wants to have, you know, like to, to grow and progress religiously with their spouse, that can be like a really huge deal for people. Dallin and I, I guess I was maybe before you're married, uh, that would be a red flag for sure. But after being married, I feel like there are ways that you could make it work. Oh, I totally agree. Um, I also think some people might value the religious aspect of their relationship so much or in her partner's case, value the lack thereof of that aspect so much um, that it could make a lot of issues. Religion is something that you either... I mean, it's, it's a thing that you can really grow in your dedication to throughout your life and it could be really hard if your spouse wasn't it could also totally work i'm not saying and honestly this sounds like something that's really new um and the things her her partner has said might be kind of like gut reactions like him taken off fears of what it might become really yeah like taken aback by her suddenly like by the spouse he thought had no interest in religion suddenly wanting an interest in religion and that could have been something you guys bonded over like not believing together and like you know like i could see that being a thing and then him not based on his past and his fears and his own personal beliefs which are totally valid not knowing if he could work with someone who who believed in things he doesn't believe in um I don't think you guys are at all in a stage where like we need to break up, but I think you do need to get to a place where he knows because he can't control like your. He's supportive of your dreams and and values and hobbies and interests, and you're supportive of his. Yeah, I feel like this can just be in the interests category that like you don't for share. now for now, and it might become a bigger issue, or yeah. it might become a smaller issue, but he can't. Well, like a he can't control anything but the biggest thing he can't control are your thoughts and your beliefs he can say i don't if you believe in god i don't want to be with you but that like if you choose to not show him that you believe in god i think that would lead to bigger issues than you being open about believing in god like i don't i think it would lead to bigger issues you having this secret belief and dedication like, I don't know what her believing in God would keep him from ever being able to do in his life with her. I think just having like a uniformity in not your, drinking in your... much alcohol if they really love drinking alcohol. Just uh, one example. I have no idea. Or like, I don't know. I well, really am trying to struggle. I'm struggling to come up with like, obviously you won't share some of the same well, there's, like values. There's like comfort in sameness and yeah. relationships. That's usually where you find someone who's like you. So it could be really scary to be dating someone who is not like you, who you thought yeah. was like you. But I think you might, I, I said values, but that might've been the wrong word because there are atheists who are perfectly good people who value honesty and morality and like so, giving and so service bright. and uh, like a healthy diet and all the things that Christians say just come from God versus just because of being a good human being. 
you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, you'll probably believe a lot of the same things just with different reasons behind it, maybe. And that's totally okay. Like I'm still struggling to find where, I mean, you're not going to have intimate conversations about emotional things to you, you know, like the the purpose of life and stuff like that, or you're going to have very different views. could. He just has a different view on the purpose of life. And if you're very, if you're very understanding and accepting of differences, then you can have those conversations, but it's just, it's just hard. I mean, this was an issue in, like Dallin and I are both Mormon, um, but we're kind of like different. We worship differently and we're spiritual differently. And in the beginning of our marriage, like there was a perceived like discrepancy in spirituality and that was like an issue, like one of us thinking the other of us maybe didn't have as strong of a testimony, but it, it really came down to one of us, like we just worshiped differently and we felt, but even that was like a small issue that brought some fear into the relationship. Like, like oh boy, is this accepted by, yeah, it's anyways, we're past that. Well, and even now, like there's, we're kind of in a different place where there's just like, what do we believe? Like, what do we really, 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 like, really believe? Mm-hmm. And, like, Dallin really, really, really believes things that are different than what I really, I don't know. Like, we're just kind of, spirituality is so fluid and, like, so untangible. Like, you're never going to be the same as someone else. Yeah. And that's been a thing that we've had to become comfortable with, like, realizing, especially, like, in a Christian, in the Christian world, like, you kind of see, like, progressing spiritually together and being on the same place and and wanting to be like this like strong foundation of religion in your home but it's kind of like slippery sand i don't know like it comes in waves like feeling really strong in your testimony and then feeling really like like what like what is this and like salvation is a personal thing everybody has their own walk with god and i just if you're a kind like loving person and your spouse is too, then I don't see why you can't be supportive of each other's like beliefs, even if it doesn't affect like your relationship, you know, like, I don't think I, it has I believe to. you still have the core beliefs of love and trust and commitment and supporting each other and all those things. And you're on board with your finances and like your, and communication and emotional intimacy and stuff. Like that'll just be one facet where you're probably not emotionally intimate, like your 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 beliefs in God. But there can still be a lot of other areas that you're emotionally intimate. Well, and I think, I and di- even even though well, you don't like, share that, you can still I validate disagree. them. Like I think you can still validate them. Validating doesn't mean agreeing. You're right. I I think about what I just said. Validating doesn't mean agreeing. It's just like well, I think I believe you're a sane person, and I see how you would come to that conclusion. If I were you, I'd feel the same way. Well, I don't think you're crazy. I totally honor and see where you're coming from and you have every right to think and believe that like that is so validating and it doesn't mean you agree with them. Well, I think our, our most, like our greatest strides within, especially like religion has been a huge hot button for Dallin and I like not like just it incites fear sometimes like thinking someone isn't, there's just, there's a lot of baggage around religion. It's super emotional. It's something that you're, in-laws care about tied to what you're going to do for all eternity and your parents care about it's something that's so emotional to everybody but recently like dallin and i in 
our religious struggles. Like we're nowhere near like jumping ship on religion or, or leaving our personal religion or church. We've talked about this before. It's just examining what we really believe and instead of just what we've been told to believe our whole life. Um, I was, I just think our, some of our greatest moments recently where we've grown in our trust and emotional intimacy have come from one of us saying, I don't know if I believe this or, or I have concerns or doubts or, or questions doubts. about this and the other person just listening, which is a really scary thing to tell a spouse when you're in a religion where you believe like you, like you're kind of, you both need to be a part of that religion to get like the, to reach, you know, like the eternal goal. Like, Oh, are you talking about specifically Mormons? Yeah. Oh yeah. So we believe that like in order to receive the highest degree of heaven, you and your spouse need to get there need together. Need to stay faithful for your entire life and growing up. But also that, we believe that like, even if one is super faithful, they're not going to be denied any blessings because of the other well, one. I think like we just had a misconception of what faithful meant. Like faith is not having a sure knowledge. It's not, it's not shoving doubts or questions under the rug. That's definitely not faithful. Faith That's is, fearful. Like the most faithful person is the person who, chooses God in a space where there are the most doubts and most questions and the most unknowing, like that's the most faithful person. So I think we've had a, we've redefined our definition of faith. And I guess I hope that it's not just being perfect. God's definition of faith, like moving forward in unknown or having questions and wanting to find answers because you love God versus not allowing yourself to have questions out of fear of God. Out of fear of of damnation, I guess, would be the term. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, all I'm trying to say is like Dallin and I, in our differences in religion, have found a pathway to like deeper emotional Intimacy. trust. And, te- and it, because it's us, it's me or him accepting the other person as, as not being No strings perfect, attached. You know, as not being what you thought as not being what everyone wants them to be, just being like, hey, I'm I'm so okay with that. Like, I still choose you, even though you believe this or even though you don't believe this. Like, I, I, cho- I still choose you no matter what. And I think that can be a really great thing for your relationship. Like, mm-hmm. if you guys can come to that place where he can say to you, I never expected this to be something you would do, but I love but you I didn't so marry much. you because you were an atheist. Yeah, but like I choose you no matter what. Yeah. I choose you for you, not because of like certain aspects of you. Right. Like I choose you and I I feel nervous about this, but I still choose you. Like if, if I if it was a choice I had to make, which it kinda is, but it never really feels like it is, like I choose you over my issues with this. Yeah. And I really wonder what Tony Robbins is leaving out. He was very, very um, high level when he said, um, I've never told people that they need to make huge um, continuous compromises in their values and life vision. Like values and life vision is so... Well, it's just a person. It's so personal. Like this may become a thing where it doesn't work and you have to make that choice where you... Like if, if it's not working, if things aren't if you're not able to choose each other like because I, I don't know of any religions where that 
wouldn't work besides like extreme no, it's just ones. so personal like if if i had this true belief that i n- wanted like truly wanted to be married to someone who was so sure and again i don't know who is so sure but if religion was a number one thing for me and like like i could see it not going like if 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 it was so huge for me that i was in a i lived in a home like that was a me- both parties were members of the lds church and we and it was so important to me that we raised our kids in the same religion as a united like testimony you know of god i could see like i know people who were there out when that isn't an option and that's well, yeah in, before you're married right no after. after you're married like there i know people and it's not just like mormon people like i know baptist people like i know people where because one person rejects religion or is more into it like or chooses another religion like the marriage doesn't work I feel like that comes down to more like communication and trust and commitment issues than the religion because religion teaches acceptance, tolerance, patience, charity, giving, service. But like, there's also importance in like raising children. That there that comes down to like communication and trust and commitment and like No, it's I think it's very personal. Like some people value that more like than other people. Yeah, and so if they have those those extreme values like that they're putting that, that over like a honest open trusting committed if, relationship where they communicate about hard things and come up with good compromises i don't like, know no i think it's very personal like i don't it's just a choice like what do you want in your marriage and if that's your if that's up there yeah. with, with your number one then it's your number one like, totally and before marriage, yeah you can be a lot more picky but it's happening after marriage then you can come up with great compromise i still feel like you can both be happy if you're both trusting no, and good communicators i agree but if again if it's your listeners. number one thing like maybe it's your number one thing and it won't work out like yeah. everyone's different like if maybe it, yeah and if it's so if that's his number one thing like i cannot live with someone who pursues like a relationship with god or believes in God, it might just, it might be something he can't compromise on. It might just be his thing and it's, it'd be sad, but it would just be his thing. And if that's his thing and if you're, and if you have a desire to be religious, I don't think you should compromise your desire to be religious. If you don't have a desire to be religious, no big deal. But like, if you do, like you shouldn't live your life not pursuing spirituality because life is short. So like if you really feel your God calling to your heart and you want to pursue that, like nobody should stop you. Whatever God is calling to your heart, like, you know, like that's not something some, we live in America, like you can't control religion. Yeah. And, you can choose to be in a relationship And you can't control your it. spouse. Is that what you meant to say? You said you can't control Well, like religion, religion is the first thing, like, if, like the right to worship God in the way you choose. Yeah. Control is an illusion. That's what our first therapist said before he switched to a new one, but that's always stuck with me. Control is an illusion. No partner can control the other unless you give up control to them. But nobody, control is an illusion. Nobody can control their partner. Right. So you cannot change them. You cannot control them. You cannot control what they do, think, believe. You can only control how you respond. Right. That's what I was getting at. Like, he can't control your thoughts. Like, if you are believing in God secretly, that's just like, he just is in the dark about what you like who you are i think that would lead to bigger issues like him demanding that you either not be religious or that you hide it from him 
Yeah, that's and that's not healthy at all because that's like emotional intimacy goes out the window there. Right. So you guys have a lot to talk about. And I, I would talk about it like not angrily. Like he obviously had an emotional reaction to that. Be like, tell me about that. You've always had, like, and you know way more than we do. Like you said that you've both had traumas in your past and, um, and, and you like have attributed things to God or the lack thereof. But like if, if you were to say to him, like, I don't know why and I don't know what, but like, I believe in God. And I hear, and I feel something calling to my heart and it's something that I want to explore. And I would really love it if you supported me in this. Like, right. what's like, he going to say to that? Like, like but, I just but tell me your, but it. also if you said, and I've talked to you about this before and it seemed like you had some concerns, like pretty emotional response to it. And I, and I love you and I want to learn about that because I, I care about you and I'm committed to our relationship and I, and I don't want to hurt you, but I also know that something is calling to me and I want to explore this together and right. I want to stay trusting. I don't want to push it on you, but. Like, even if you demand that I don't go to church and if I choose not to because I want to stay with you, I still believe in God, you know, like I still do. And I, I hope you can live with that, you know? Yeah. Like he can't make you not no, believe. Nobody in can control their spouse. Well, especially beliefs, like especially beliefs. So fluid, like, like and Victor Frankel in the Nazi Nazi concentration camps found peace in the fact that although they were like torturing him and and in control of his physical body, they could not control his mind and his thoughts. And he would go to like his classroom, think envisioning himself teaching his students and envisioning like all these beautiful things in his mind. And his Nazi captors could not control those things. And that was his circle of influence right there, his own thoughts and responses to people. And he found peace in like, controlling his own thoughts and helping others to maintain, like to realize that they were in control of their own thoughts and responses. And he even won over some like guards there at the, in the Nazi camp anyways. And he was one of the people that escaped and was able to tell his story and stuff. But anyways, nobody can control their spouse. Please do not give up your like control to your spouse, anybody. And like, the just, trust and commitment like can allow for a lot of things like that you maybe didn't think were possible and still being a loving, committed, emotionally intimate relationship. Right. And like you can, you can compare it to so many things like Dallin's not a dog person at all. Like he's just not, but he knows they bring me joy. So he wants to let me have that in my life. And like, I'm not a razor person. I might become one. I see it in your if eyes. If we live next to like... If some, you pray hard enough, you can become a razor person. <laughs> if it like gets Angela. us to like some land, like it, it could be the secret key to getting Ashley back into the country. Yeah. Um, But like, I know it brings Dallin happiness. And even though it makes me kind of uncomfortable and I feel like we bought a death machine, like I want to support Dallin in the things that bring him happiness. And it's the same with religion. Like... Like you can support him in his atheism because that brings him peace and like And it's how he happiness. makes sense of his world. But he can also support you in your in your belief in a God because it brings you peace and happiness and helps you cope with crazy life, you know? Like dogs it gives do that answers for me. to so many burning questions uh, of the soul. Right. A razor does that for Dallin. It it gives him a sense of freedom. A razor brings me so many answers you know, to my but burning like, questions. Dogs like calm anxiety and help me feel connected when it's hard for me to feel connected and like religion does that. I mean, religion does that on different levels for me too. And, and for Dallin or lack thereof. So like 
it's just like this weird place where I've never, it's Dallin and I are entering this new place in our marriage where like we've kind of dropped control or the perception of it or like demands. And we're just like, what? Like I choose you and I want to help you be happy by supporting what make makes you happy. And it's like this very chill zone it where, is. You, where you're just kind of like free to say what makes you happy and you trust that your partner will support you in it and vice versa. So and it's it took really, us like really nice. six years to get there, but you know, like we're, I feel like we're kind of there. We're at the cusp of there. Yeah. That's what president Bob and Kathleen Nielsen said in their podcast. Go back and listen to that podcast. And if I remember you listening that's such a to good podcast. It. One of our first ones, that was like one of the first things he said. He said, first and foremost, you cannot control the other person. You cannot change the other person, what they do. They have their agency just as much as you do. They cannot control you. You cannot control them. You cannot change them. They cannot change you. But there also has to be like, uh, in that independence, there has to be a mutual, like very strong desire to help that other person like on their path of wellness and happiness. Because you trust each other and are committed to each other. Right. Each other's life partners. And we weren't there then. Like you can hear it. Like we were so not there. Like there was a, there was a disconnect. Like we were kind of trying to be happy. We didn't understand we were what just, validating it was like a, a and tug emotional of war, intimacy was. Like a, a rope tug of war game. Like we were trying to pull the other one over to our side. Yeah. And whoever yeah. was winning at the time was the one not crying. And whoever was losing was the one crying. You know, like that's it. And now we understand what it means to validate because validating does not mean agreeing with. And if you validate somebody, that doesn't mean you have a secret fear that they think you believe that too. You know, it's like you can just say, because I think you're a normal, sane, rational person that's not crazy, I can see why you would believe that. And that is so okay. Or just being like, this is where I am. And having the other person be like, I'm okay with that. Cool. Thanks for letting me know. I, I still know love where you. I want to know where you are. So I can, you know, like know where you are. Like I yeah. want to know where if you are. If I were you, had the Dallin same... Dallin ex- used to say things like, why do you even care? Gosh. And I'm like, Dallin, I just want to know sorry. where you are. Like what you're feeling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like it was just like this thing we didn't know how to do. Yeah. Like to be able to say, if I were you with the experiences in life that you have had, I would feel the same way. I would probably come to the same conclusion. That is not agreeing it's not saying I feel the same way right now as me. It's just giving them the space to think their own thoughts and have their own feelings and that it's okay to have them. Be- if I were you, I would feel the same way. You can literally say that to anybody about anything. And But if you're sincere and be like validating this person as a rational, thinking, logical human with real emotions and feelings, be like, I would probably feel the same way if I were you. That must have been so hard. Or I can see where you're coming from. I, would, I can like, see why you would think that. I can see why you would feel life. that. It's your life. Like, you can have that dream. Yeah. And I still love you. And that doesn't affect me at all. I'm not threatened. That's you. And I am okay with that. Like, and that gives the person all the emotional breathing room in the world to be like, oh, okay. I don't need to defend myself. I don't is- need to put up a guard here. Like, let me see where you're coming from. And you have this dialogue a volley back and forth where you catch the ball, validate it, throw it back. The other person catches the ball, says how they're feeling about something, throw it back, validation, emotional intimacy. This it's, is what we've learned from marriage therapy. And again, it's changed it's our life. It's like so hard though. Like for example, it. our great fight of our marriage was where do we live? And Dallin dreamed, Dallin, like this guy 
thought he would marry a, or be with a girl who didn't believe in God. Dallin thought he would be with a girl who wanted to live in Park City, Utah. And he married me. And lo and behold, I would never want to live there. And it's just, it threatens his dream and his perceived I used to see future. it as a threat and as a, I'll but it's never the same, have like, this. This guy never thought he would date a, or be with a girl who believed in God. And, and like me, she, she, like, I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't like open about my hatred of your dream because I didn't want you to leave me. So I was just like, yeah, this, I mean, like, it's a beautiful place, but I don't want to live there forever. I mean, you weren't saying, I didn't right. think you were so strong in like that, that it would become the issue of our marriage. Well, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever be able to afford Park City anyways, but go on. I mean, like there's other places like it, but yeah, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going. It's just like. It's just that now we have it totally open conversations. It, it doesn't. Dallin. It didn't. It doesn't threaten me anymore. I'm like, please tell me where you're coming from. I want to hear. I want to explore these places with you. It's. It's. A, well, it was. It's it, allowing yourself to be influenced by the other well, person. All it said to That's me. That's what Stephen Covey says. It's allowing yourself to be influenced by the other person. Like, let's look at these places. Maybe I'll end up liking them. I don't know. Maybe I would end up wanting to move to to Southern but South like when, Cal- Southern da- Carolina. Like it, Dallin's feeling threatened by it and getting so angry about it and not wanting to talk about it just said to me i choose park city over you like and i definitely did not realize that but that's exactly what like it was if, if you want to leave leave but if you want to be with me you have to be here and that's and definitely that's, not what i was trying to say but that's how i actually heard it but that's what this guy is saying to you like i choose atheism over you over you and it's not a healthy like you guys aren't done or over but by no means you've still married the right person like you're just learning to validate each other and have deeper conversations and, and commitment and for trust. For the record, it's it's a bigger thing to choose than like a place Where to, to live. live. Yeah. So like like your whole life vision and and like your right life Religion value system. Is big. Your life view is that your worldview. Yeah, that your worldview. Just stop that and don't do that. What? You know, <laughs> nobody like, can say that to the other person. Like, but they do all day, every day. Like we've said that. We've said that to, each, said each, that to other. each other about even the littlest things, let alone big things. Right. So it's a big issue. Talk a lot it's about it. It's hard to do, but yeah, please Try don't take what we've said and weaponize it, but just hopefully you've learned from this and hopefully it's given you the power to be empathetic and listen rather than throw up defense walls and say, but this, but this, but this, but just say, oh, wow, it seems like you have big emotions or it seems like that, that, that sparks some fear or some anxiety in you or you have big feelings around that. Like, tell me about that. I really want to know. I really want to hear it and because it's hard I love you. Because it will affect his life. Like, like moving affects Dallin's life. Like there, there has to be space to kind of like budge and you know, and like, that's what a beautiful partnership does, I think. And that's why it's hard because people don't grow up thinking they're going to budge on their dreams or their like life vision. Yeah. Kind like of. we read in our last podcast, 69% of marital conflicts are unresolvable perfectly. There's usually some level of compromise. You guys just hit the lottery with religion. There we go. There's the biggest one. Ding, 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 ding. Religion, politics. So money, life religion, views. politics, money. Okay. Well, parenting. welcome to, Good. welcome to your partnership. Have the hard conversations from a place of love and wanting and, and trust and commitment and, and care about the other person. And I think you'll both come out stronger for it and still be able to do whatever the heck you want because nobody can control the other person and come up with a beautiful compromise or third alternative that's even better than the other two options. We've mm-hmm. talked a lot, but mm-hmm. I feel like this was a good conversation, Ash. You too.
Thank you, you guys, for joining us and sticking into the very end of this podcast. Hopefully you got something from it. Let us know if you did. Let us know your thoughts. Please send them into taking sides with the dashleys at gmail.com. We just, we always love hearing from you. Thank you guys so much and have a great day.